Everyone deserves to enjoy a McRib at least once in their lifetime. Because when you're this saucy and tangy and tasty, a life without one creates a serious case of FOMO. The McRib is back. Don't miss the classic you've been craving. Get a McRib, filet of fish or Big Mac and get another for a dollar or mix and match. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Next option is a 30, 60 to 90 day contract. Usually we do a 30 or 60 day contract and you receive dividends over the course of the 90. And then you can determine if you want to cash out the dividend or if you want to throw it back in. Now that's night and day from investing passively in an investment with someone else. And then them telling you, you got 12 months before you receive your first distribution. Welcome to the Share the Wealth Show, where minority professionals can learn to escape the racial wealth gap and catapult themselves into abundance. Your host, Nicole Pendergrass, grew her net worth from being negative to multiple six figures. Join her on her investigative mission to expose secret strategies of the wealthy so we can all have the tools needed to build the life and legacy we were created to possess. Now it's time for the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Share the Wealth Show. This day, we are talking to Miss Aubrey, and I, I'm remembering this conversation. It's just so impactful. If you don't know who this young lady is, you need to stalk her. <laughs> I'm super serious because she is just on point. Everything that comes out of her mouth is motivational. Um, I'm going to go over her bio super quick, but Aubrey is the CEO of Life Legacy Capital, which is a privately held investment company. As a commercial real estate investor and managing partner at Synergy Paradigm Capital, she has gained a wealth of knowledge in commercial real estate acquisitions and asset management. Um, this has led to an extensive operating knowledge and intimate understanding of each of the submarkets in which SPC acquires property. So she is not just a real estate investor. She actually has other businesses as an entrepreneur as well. So she has a strong background in facility management, um, education, sports. She has a nonprofit that she owns and it's called Build Your Bank and it's Build Your Bank Educational Network. And she really teaches about, she has a whole course on treasury management and index options. Like that's just something that people can get into and it's something that's better than just um, I guess, investing in a normal um, index funds that are out there and have like high fees. She really was integral about and like intentional about having 
low fees for the program and for the index fund options that she invests in and how to bring that to a wider audience, which I know she said, normally these types of things would only be available to people who make $250,000 or more, but in the way that she has it set up and through her course and her platform, you can find out how you can also be involved in that. Um, we discuss not only that, we discuss her education. She has a school as well, Youth Serve Academy, a private school um, where she teaches all these success and wealth principles. We talked about mindset. Oh my God. I actually you know what everything that comes out of Aubrey's mouth is mindset. <laughs> she, we talked about like reprogramming your mind, repetition to get out of trauma. We talked about um, blocking out the noise. Um, she also talked about, you know what? something else that she said that she, instead of having like new year's resolutions and goals and things like that she doesn't name it a goal it's a priority if you prioritize something in your life you're going to put that in the upfront most important position instead of like goals and your new year's resolutions kind of like fade away over time but if you change and restructure your priorities then you're on a different path and you're more consistent because that just says to yourself and your subconscious how important that is but anyway we need to just listen to the episode it's a great great episode you will be so hooked from the moment that she starts talking so i look forward to seeing you and make sure you give us a rating and review so that other people can find our show that way we can really share the wealth with more people all right see you on the other side welcome everyone to another episode of the share the wealth show this is the show where we discuss strategies on how to build, grow, and protect minority wealth. And today I have with me, oh, the fabulous Aubrey Grimsley. Hello, how are you? And thank you so much for joining in with me today and dealing with all of today's pre-recording shenanigans. <laughs> it's always a great day to have a great day. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. No problem. Um, okay, so I just want to really just jump right in. You are a wealth of knowledge. Your mindset is just phenomenal. You're so ab abundance oriented, and I completely love it. Everything that you say, I'm just like hanging on every word. But I want to start just basically, um, so I went over your bio briefly before, but I want to have people kind of give them an idea of why did you get started on the entrepreneurial path? Were you always entrepreneurial minded? And what led you to the ventures that you're involved with today? I learned very quickly that a lot of individuals, they're not as, that smart. You know, some people just didn't. <laughs> Even with, I always say, if you're lazy and lie, you're probably lying to yourself saying you're not lazy. So you're already in the same boat. So for me, I always knew I wanted to make sure I had a capital partner. So I want to be very transparent that I absolutely have a capital partner. When I say capital partner, I mean a job, a W-2, and I leverage it very heavily to where I only work sometimes four days a week and I get paid for my time off as well. So I'm leveraging it and I'm going to a conference, I'm investing in some more assets and things of that nature. But as far as entrepreneurial wise, I remember at seven autographing things because I knew seven was a number of completion at the time i didn't know but i was autographing things because i knew i would be doing something at eight i remember telling my mom hey mom i'm gonna drop my stuff because i'm gonna have my own clothing line and then i'm gonna put my brochures together of how i want to have my businesses i literally went back and looked come middle school 
all those drawings, I enhance them, roll out, draw out my logos, et cetera. And all those things are things that I'm doing today. And I would say a lot of that had to do with my mother because she was an entrepreneur as well. And she also had a job. And at some point in time, she realized I need to do more of this so I have more time with my kids. And when I saw how she was doing certain things, especially my grandmother, they were very good at what they did and they still made time for everyone else around them. So I come from abundance-minded family, an entrepreneur-minded family that all leveraged their capital partners, which were their jobs and W-2s, to be the best version of them every single day, but they didn't let it take over their everyday lives. Because I don't know anyone that wouldn't agree with this statement that being an entrepreneur is much harder than having a W-2 job. Yes. You do not know what's going on the entrepreneur side, regardless of what aspect you go into. But as far as your job, even when you know, oh, today, here we go. That's why people ask me, it's always a great day to have a great day. You keep telling yourself that. And I say, and I will. And you go on your day however you see fit because I'm going to control my day because of that entrepreneur side of me. So I don't go in with the consumer's mindset to anything. I always go in with an investor's mindset. How can we do better? How will we do better? What we need in place to make this the best it could possibly be? And think positive the same way you choose to not think positive. I told y'all, I told y'all, this is already, you spit so much fire just in that brief intro. That was crazy. And you actually making me feel real bad for wanting to fire my capital partner. No, don't don't feel bad because I've never had a job that I viewed as a job a day in my life. I leveraged every single part of my time to do the things I love to do, but I always say on paper, on purpose. So I have an Evernote app that I utilize a lot. So when I don't have time to write on the paper because I'm on the move or I'm on a flight or whatever the case may be, I'm in the car and I'll talk to my phone because it's important for me to jot down what's in my head so it's not taking over my mindset. It's not taking over my everyday. And with that, it allows me to say, what do I love to do? And I made sure I've always had an occupation or a capital partner in something I love to do. So I was getting paid to do what I love to do. And then I leverage that capital by continuously investing it and investing it. And then when cash flow comes by passive, active, boom, I invest it again. So I even had funds going into that business account just so I can invest it. Okay. And I love that. So one, that's one thing a lot of people don't have is a capital sponsor or capital partner that they love to go to and they want to keep on because it brings them joy and fulfillment. Um, so that's the one thing I can switch that and we'll all, all explore those options. But then the other, um, the other thing that I love you just said is that you were getting that capital and then looking at ways to immediately invest it. You weren't just holding it for a safe haven or a rainy day. Do you have some kind of emergency fund or you, you basically think of, I need to put this capital to work and then if emergency arise, I'll figure out how to handle it. How do you deal with that? Uh, both. I just don't refer to it as an emergency fund. I call it a success fund. Oh. Um, my success fund will give me more success and more opportunities. So my success opportunity fund. So whatever I invest, I also have it in capital cash to where I'm going to invest that over. So in the event something happens over here, every 30 to 90 days, I'm going to deploy capital, period. The question is, where is it going to go? And what's the number that's going to go there? So I dwell very heavily in index options um, and treasury management, which most people do not talk about. It's also something your financial planner will not tell you about because he or she will not receive a commission from it. So they don't want to take their fees away. 
because that takes food out of them and their family's mouth. But I dwell in that very heavily. So when I'm not, quote unquote, acquiring an asset, I am growing my capital and building my bank. So I'm very big on building my bank, teaching others and showing others how to build their bank, letting them leverage my team and our, my capital to where they can build their bank and we can do more good together because it's important to be well and wealthy. Because if you're oh. wealthy, you're going to be wealthy. <laughs> All right. This is this is a great Saturday for me. Okay. I, I know y'all won't hear this on Saturday. Y'all hear it on the Wednesday. But anyway, great Saturday. Okay. It's always a great day to have, have a great day, whether it's Saturday or Wednesday. Okay, look, I had some notes from your bio here in front of me. And that's one thing I definitely wanted to explore. So you have your Build Your Bank educational network, and you just touched on it with the treasury management and index options. And I was like, ooh, what is that? Because yes, I have a faint idea, but I really don't know. And the thing that re, uh, piqued my interest about it even more is because I'm literally just starting Money Master the Game by Tony Robbins with my book club. And that is talking about, we're really at the very beginning of the book, but he already was talking about mutual funds versus index funds and having a low cost index fund because the fees eat up probably 60 to 70% of your wealth long-term at the end of the day um, from what you think you're going to have as a retirement. And you think these fees are so small, but they really chip away at the compounding ability of your capital. So you just said index options and, um, and treasury management are not fee-based for at least not to the extent of like a, a, a register or um, financial advisor. So can you, yes, please dig yeah, in, do whatever you want to. Success fees on the back end, but it's only after you've met certain metrics. Uh-huh. That's my thing. Like you're not going to be taking fees from me. Like when's the last time someone asked a financial advisor, how much do they get in fees monthly, quarterly or yearly? Almost no one asked that. They don't even think to ask that, but yeah. they probably will if they listen to this. So it's just one of those things where if you're getting a success fee on the back end of me getting my 6% or plus the same way you would in an actual, say, a syndication or whatnot, it's, it changes things. So for me, in treasury management, it allows me to move differently. I can do project financing with it. I can become the bank with it. I can deploy my capital. I, uh, a lot of people deal with 529s for their kids, for their insurance and things of that nature, I can utilize my brokerage account to leverage that. Listen, I know you've been digging in, studying everything you can, listening to all the podcasts, reading all the books, even going to meetups. You basically have a degree from YouTube University, right? But you still feel stuck. You don't know how to actually implement what you've learned. You're nervous about taking the next step. And with the economy like it is, especially with a downturn looming, you're even thinking maybe you should just wait it out. I know you've heard that real estate makes more millionaires than any other asset class, but you know what else? More millionaires are made in a downturn than any other market cycle. So now is the perfect time to jump in and really get started. I'm super bullish on growing my portfolio this year, and I don't want you to miss out. So I've decided to start the Microfamily Investing Accelerator. This is a mentorship program where I personally guide you through my five proprietary pillars so you can learn how to buy your first commercial multifamily property and scale while not biting off more than you can chew by focusing on five to 20 units. That's what I call microfamily. And so you can also get hands-on guidance from an experienced microfamily investor, me, 
who's been right where you are, nervous about how to start. And so you can also create the cash flow needed to give you freedom and options to build the abundant life that you were destined to live. So I'll be limiting the first cohort to five students because they'll have direct access to me and I will be heavily invested in their success. If you're ready to grab 2023 by the horns, schedule a free discovery call with me today. The link is in the show notes. Let's hit the ground running in 2023. I look forward to seeing you on the inside. And now let's get back to the show. And then I have a whole team in place that does it as well for me. That's looking at the market seven days a week. So when you talk about the education component of it, I'm not sure if he's referencing index funds or an index option. Uh, index option is a 30, 60 to 90 day contract. Usually we do a 30 or 60 day contract and you receive dividends over the course of the 90. And then you can determine if you want to cash out the dividend or if you want to throw it back in. Now that's night and day from investing passively in an investment with someone else and then them telling you you got 12 months before you receive your first distribution. I know every 90 days I'm going to once a month meet with the team or sometimes twice a week because there was so much going on at least the last quarter. We meet on a regular and then with our network, we meet once a month so they know what's going on with the market how we've chosen this contract over that contract and why we're buying these contracts whole time-wise. It's kind of like when Apple bought um, Beats, they bought it at the top of the market. The reason they bought it at the top of the market is when the market circled back around, it was so they could control the market. And if I can control my investment, that's what I'm going to choose to do. I think we all would agree on that. So that's why that's my little safe haven for me when it comes to an index option and our treasury management. I have so many questions. I am very stock market, treasury, Wall Street ignorant because I just hear so much negativity outside. Like I'm always thinking, looking for the things outside of the box, the things that the herd is not doing. And that, that's why, and I, I like control and which is why I'm in real estate, right? So I, I largely contribute, I only contribute like 3%, you know, to my 403B because I get the match. And so basically that, and then when we were able to withdraw our funds a couple of years ago, I did that so I could use it to buy real estate. So I don't have a huge holdings in um, my retirement account or stocks or Wall Street or, or whatever. So a lot of the, the terminology, just like index versus mutual, and that's like, like IUL and all these other things that some are under life insurance and some are not, but like these are all financial products that are available mainly to like to Main Street and an average investor. You don't always need to be like super wealthy to be able to access them, but just all that terminology and the main things that majority of people invest in, if they are aware of the options that don't involve the fees, you know, that's all stuff that I, I have no real idea about. So and that's why we also offer free courses on it. Free because, courses? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. One that's mindset. Once you have achieved a lot of things that you've set out in your life, the biggest time for me, for me is value-wise is time. Yeah. So the biggest value I can give you is time and share that time and some of my team with an individual that wants to learn more. Because when you hear about an index option that traders normally have to have about 250K in your brokerage account. We show you how you can leverage certain things because no one's going to talk about it that's super wealthy because, it, what was it, $5 billion led to us talking about a 401k being stopped or 
tax certain way now that's going to impact others. Now, yeah. then when you start talking about an index option and word gets out and everybody starts being well and wealthy, oh no, we can't have that. Like really, like <laughs> we can be well and wealthy together because we can do more good and better together. So it's network, teamwork. And I always say it's teamwork makes cash flow. Let's just live in a cash flow lifestyle. Oh, I like cash flow lifestyle. That's the kind of lifestyle I want. I'm hanging with you, Aubrey. I, I We need to be, we already friends, but we need to be like best friends. You're going to get annoyed with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so i mean where do we get this free course from it's on our life legacy capital website okay i'll just have to link to that in the show notes um but just as a so i do want everybody because i plan to as well to go over and check out this course but just as a recap here so what are the first steps for someone who is looking to do either the index options or one of the other treasury management strategies that we were talking about? Like, do you have to open a certain account? Should you put capital somewhere? This is pre-tax, post-tax. Like, what's some of the general, like, first steps someone you needs have to, to do? decide then what type of capital you're willing to invest. It could be, well, you're talking about 1000 you're talking about 5000 10000 It depends on what you're willing to risk. So for me, it's always about safety and speed. It will, once you have your risk mitigated, then you have the speed to deploy capital. So you have to determine what that number is for you that you don't need right now to pay a bill or to take care of something of an emergency. So whatever that number is capital-wise, I would recommend going to look at the free course first because there's a lot of education there that talks about terminology, the breakdown of how things work. There's video and there's actual download PDFs which some people are better at reading and then visualizing and watching the video. Some people like to watch the video and then make sure that the documentation backs it up. And then you can schedule that necessary call. Um, we utilize Charles Schwab. You also can utilize um, interactive brokers. I just know that their fees are night and day than Charles Schwab. And then from there, we actually show you how to do a lot of that stuff because a lot of individuals like to go to YouTube University. And I think that's solely a lot of entertainment and if you get so much information in your head, you got to determine how to decipher what makes sense, what doesn't make sense, what's my journey, what do I need to do, and what action I really need to take. So I would definitely recommend the course first, and then seeing and then scheduling that free um, call uh, with myself and another uh, team member to where that we're talking about individuals with over eighty billion dollars of experience in doing this. And they have a track record of showing it to where we open up accounts and feed B and things of that nature. And I say a lot of times too, some people, they just go with what someone says and they can't even open up an account to show you anything. And then you can move the money then. So they were laughing when I told them, I said, we need to open up the account and just show them some stuff. And they were they like, you sure you want to do that? I said, somebody might fall. We just got to make sure we got 911 in their address. <laughs> I say, because they're already, you know, me being me, <laughs> blessed with my um my skin, they're already going to look, hmm, depending on who's looking. So I'm very honest with that up front. So mm -hmm. it's one of those things where they might actually fall. And then sometimes we got to add a little grace on the side of us. That's mm -hmm. <laughs> as bright as my smile and, and go from there. So whoever had that went over, bless your soul. I hope you tap you on your back and you fall forward. <laughs> oh my gosh oh man okay that was great now 
my next thing, I guess I'm, I'm really stuck. We could talk about this index stuff so much, but I know the info, I don't, I don't want to detract from the rest of the episode because I know there's the course. I need to check that out and then schedule my call or hit you up however I need to so that I can dig deeper if I have further questions. But I'm extremely interested in this. That and we don't want to go over anyone's head that was thinking about getting into investing and different things of that nature. And that shiny object syndrome starts to pop up. And it's important, you and I both know this, to truly build your bank because you can run out of capital very quickly if you're not a part of a network or value teamwork and you're used to going at it alone. So Mm -hmm. having those different opportunities and their networks where you can actually trust what's being done, how it's being done, see how it's adding value to you as opposed to overwhelming them with information that makes them want to go jump at something else before they actually get into their first step. Exactly. No, I completely agree. Okay. And that's, that's one of the the main thing with this, this show is if you have capital to invest, then yes, there are options where you can already, you know, put your money in in various different products or assets or whatever. If you are already living pretty lean and you don't have that extra capital to invest. Okay. So now what do you do to build up a capital source because you know you need to do that. And sometimes even getting involved with real estate, it's either capital intensive or time intensive. And if you're tight on both of those, there ha- it's like, there has to be options. This world is too big. Money flows freely. There's, there's ways to make it happen. And so that's why I wanted this show to create the knowledge and put it out there, those different methods to make it happen. And so- I think even if it's a slow build, depending on how much capital you're starting with, with investing, because you can't put a thousand dollars in and think you're going to be financially free in a couple months. You know what I mean? Like that's the long term and that's a slow drip, but it is possible for you to start now with the capital sponsor, you the capital partner that you already have, and then utilize that to slowly build up your investments instead of letting lifestyle creep build up as your income builds up. Cause I think that's something that happens with a lot of people is they start making more and then their bills get bigger and then they want to move to a bigger house and they need a better car and all these other things that make you have, be more reliant on your capital partner. <laughs> right. So, back to two needs, wants, and desires. I always check myself on that every 30 days. What are my needs? What are my wants? What are my desires? And then I have priorities. And most people have checklists and tasks. I, I stay away from checklists and I stay away from tasks. Priority is a very firm word. So when most people have their why, it's usually about the people that are priority about in their lives. So if you have a priority and then you have value, then you have time. So whatever your priorities are, that's what you value. And that's what's going to get your time first. So usually that's probably where your capital is going to go first as well. Because the first part of capital is the time capital. And then the actual capital that's being deployed, that's actual cash credit or debit. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's so good. Okay. So we're, we're gonna, the, oh man, everything was sad. Gosh, I just get so excited. You were just so, oh, the, the wealth of knowledge is just crazy. And I love all your phrases and everything that you, that you have. It's, it's wonderful. And I hope, I know everyone got to be taking away gems from this because I already am um, from the very beginning, but in any case, okay. You are an entrepreneur, so that means you're doing, you're involved in one, more than one thing. So let's talk about something else that you're doing. So you also have um, a Youth Serve Academy private school, and you also invest in real estate. 
um, with acquisitions, asset management, operations, that kind of thing. How did you get, how did you start? What was the time frame? Like, what was the first venture that you started with? What did you get involved with first as far as investments? And then how did you get move along the spectrum to introducing other things into your entrepreneurial journey? I went back to that whole needs, wants, and desires. What do I need? What do I want? What do I desire? And I'm an action taker. And within an action taker, I'm also a life changer, meaning in order to change lives, I need more capital to change more lives. Because I have more capital, I have more time freedom. So that in that free time, I apply that meeting more people, adding more value, and deploying more of my time capital. Because if I can teach you what I know, then you can go out and do more than what I've done. I don't want you to do what I've done. I want you to do more than what I've done, abundance-wise. So for me, it started in college uh, with a college professor. Uh, we were in a leadership class, which is kind of ironic. And a teacher, another professor walked in with a t-shirt, white t-shirt and blue jeans that were ripped, like both kneecaps. We could see them, look like duct tape. They were ashy. So they came in and asked for a marker. <laughs> so when they came in and asked the teacher for the marker, the teacher that was giving the marker had on what looked like they were going to a gala after they left, but they always dressed that way. They always dressed for success. My grandmother always says, always being decent and being in order. So they were indecent and in order. And when they gave them the marker, they walked out. And as soon as the door closed, the teacher said, listen up, everyone. We're going to change some things. And he's like, oh, boy, here he go today. Because <laughs> he always used to start with a joke or something stern. So here he go today. And then he said, we're going to change up the class today. We're going to start networking a little more. Because did you guys just see what just happened? A teacher walked in with a T-shirt and some jeans on with holes in the jeans. When the average income that I did my research on at the students at this college is over $300,000 per parent, that is an accredited investor. My mind said, what is an accredited investor? I wanted to know more. And he said, so that means every single one of you can learn something from each other that can be of value network-wise to each other. So he literally put us in different groups and made us network. And after we answered a series of questions that him and his um, assistant professor had us fill out, he partnered us with different people. And for me, the individual that I was partnered with, we were working on a leadership project and at the library. And their parents called and asked them, hey, what are you doing? Da, da, da. And they said, is that Aubrey? Which means I hadn't met the parents, so that means they were talking about me at some point in time. And they said, Aubrey, um, my parents are inviting you over for dinner, do you wanna come? And I was like, hmm, I love food and food loves me back. So I don't really turn down food. So I was like, hold on. I have to make sure I communicate with several people so they know where I'm at, where I'm going, turn on location, et cetera. But I'm going to get some food that's not on a college campus. <laughs> <laughs> so my love for food and their parents' niceness to invite me into their home led to me going to this dinner that I was invited to. Uh, we pull up to a very expensive neighborhood that I knew about just from networking and working out in general because we'd work out on that particular island. And then when we drove up, I'm like, wait. And I'm kind of looking at them because I'm like, I know you don't live over here <laughs> in my head just because of the way they act, you know, just on a regular basis in class. But that's when I started to realize you were trying to push away from us who you really were. Got it. Hence, that's why the teacher has all of us networking. Yes. So walk through, sitting at the table. They're having a business conversation literally at dinner. And I'm like, okay, this is new to me, talking about all this stuff. No phones, no nothing. Everyone's talking about straight business, the family business, how they're doing this investment, that investment. And then the dad flat out says, uh, someone just bought this um, space, but they don't want the parking space. And in South Florida at the time, you could buy a parking space 
one space or the whole garage. And he didn't know what to do with it because he was like, I could lease it out of this. Maybe if it makes sense, he was like, no, I can't do that. Because I said, well, I buy it. You were going to just buy a parking, one parking spot? Yeah. And lease it out. Yeah. 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 Uh And so what did they have? What was their facial expression when you said that? They said, really? I said, yeah, I'll buy it. He said, it seems like you're trying to get it off your hand. I said, I'll buy it. He said, what are you going to do with it? And I just went on a tear of what I would do with it to generate capital or increase revenue. And the dad sat back and said, you've got to be kidding me. He asked me how old I was. And he said, I pay individuals almost six figures and they haven't given me half the ideas you just came up with. And I said, well, would you like the $2,500? Some type of royalty payment for that idea. Like that's IP. (laughs) Well, it actually was better. Um, He actually agreed. Him and his wife agreed. To To sell uh, it to you. To sell it to me. Absolutely. And while I was in college, I actually rented out to the bank manager of Bank of America that was like smack dab right there that needed a place to uh, park. So I went and drove around the area, kept saying, okay, what? I've already opened my big mouth and I can't, I gotta, I'm gonna write You got it before, you got before. (laughs) I got a cash. (laughs) Now keep in mind at the time, the contract that I was on in college, I could not receive capital, no funding, no job type of capital, et cetera. Not like it is now. So all this other stuff they can do, uh, likeness and image and all that. At the time I could not do that. So there were certain metrics that were put in place for me as well. And I actually wanted a time limit as far as age put on it, because that's what I would do for my kids. Like if I'm going to have a million dollars per child, you're going to get it, but over the time of your net income. So whatever income you're going to go get, you're not going to be an entrepreneur off my back. You're going to be your own entrepreneur outside of your capital partner. Then once you get to a certain point, you'll get these monthly distributions based off of your actual income. So if you're only bringing in three grand at work, you're going to get another three grand from that capital that I put back for my hard earned money. So just thinking that stuff through then of what I wanted to do, because if I had access to all that capital, because they were teaching me other things too, just about investment. So I actually started in the commercial space. So one parking spot, you went to a whole garage. And then once in that same parking lot, you ended up getting the one spot and then expanded to the whole garage. Yeah, because then you start realizing the value of land as well. Because when you buy a house, the most valuable part of that transaction isn't the home itself, it's the land. So if you actually own the land, anyone can knock a house down and rebuild it. But if they didn't have the land and it's properly coated and shovel ready, it's it's irrelevant. It has a lot less value than the home that's on it. So when I start seeing the value, I'm now on my off days, I'm not going out trying to have fun. Fun for me was how can I generate more revenue? So when I turn this certain age, I actually have access to this capital to do more good. And that's kind of how I was. I was driving around like, okay, I'm going to look at this area. Then I'm going to look at that area. Then I started looking at market analysis of median incomes. Like even my private school wise and or my sports academy, it's in high network areas. Because when you go and get capital and you add value to them through their kids, I saw very quickly that that capital moves very quickly. So if it's $100 a money, you have 1,500 kids in your sports academy. If you do simple math, that's 150 k a month. Most people aren't making that net income. And, and our, and our you know, price point is actually higher than that. But if you do simple math, 
that now allows you to invest quicker, move quicker. Now what's the safety and what's the speed and what can I put this capital into? Because hence the term buy real estate and wait, it was like, I don't just want to buy real estate. I'm not putting 50K into a house for you to tell me I'm only going to make 1200 a month. And then over time, I'm going to sell it. No, I'm not doing that. I need something that cash flows right away. So I have more time, more freedom to do more good. Like um, Outside of the index options, I also like right now in the market cycle, that's why I dwell very heavily in tax lien certificates. And I go to auctions for tax lien deeds. So if it's backed by 18% here in Florida, I know I'm going to get 18% of my money. So that's the type of stuff too. We make sure these kids learn and make sure they're well fit. Oh, well fit. Yeah. You said, you did say wealth fit, right? Yes, that's actually Ooh. something I invested into um, education-wise uh, for the kids. It's wealth fit. Uh, it's literally the website, wealth fit, to where anyone that has a shiny object or they're thinking about, they want to invest, et cetera, it has almost every asset class you can think of on there, mixed in with personal finance, stock, entrepreneurial, everything. And it's courses on there, and it's like, what? either $40 a month or $195 for the year. So we have teens learning this type of stuff to where they're not thinking about, oh man, I want to go play a video game. They're like, how can I make some more money? So they even have a money dance now. And it's like, when you teach that early, it changes things. And if you get a lot of these adults to learn that WealthFit actually exists, the website to where they can start taking some of these courses, it's like, okay, what's less than $200 for me to go on my right investment path for me, as opposed to jumping into a network that I don't really understand what it is that I want to do as far as an investor is concerned. But I know I want to make more capital. Same thing with index options. You know you want to make more capital, but do you want it to be backed by real estate right away? Because for most people, the most valuable real estate to them is the real estate that they actually own and they reside in. The other stuff is just the passive cash flow that allows them to do more good and as you say, build a legacy. And legacy to me is L is for life. That's invested future education and employment. E is for education. The G is for grace. I try to always leave the grace because you never know someone's situation. The A is for abundance. And the C is for compassion. And the Y is for you. So I try to give back as much as possible with my time. Right. Got it right. I'm going to have to rewind this later so I can get all the acronyms. But that legacy, I love that. <laughs> legacy. That is so fly. Okay. Mind blown right now. Wealthfit.com. Now I want to go there too. And I'm going to have to talk to you. Once I I look at that more, maybe I, I would love to maybe have some type of sponsorship thing or or do something to sponsor somebody having maybe a year long access to a program, you know? And so that's I, I, I want to, huh? That's literally what I do. That's oh, mm-hmm. so okay. we, the kids are when they come in our school or the academy, etc. And the parents are, oh, I want to get them on this. Or I want to get them on that. I say, Don't worry about it. It's already a part of the fee. It's like, really? Yep. They're going to be on their laptop. They're not going to be on the video. Then, I promise you. Nice. Okay. I got to figure out how to incorporate that into the Norvest business structure and mission because that, that, yeah, that, that's excellent. And we need My to start. Dad. Mind Valley too. It's another website. Mind Valley dives deep into the mindset and different asset to where it's almost like if you go on YouTube and you subscribe to different things, or if you're going on Google, what you actually do in your cookies, it pops up. It does that with Mind Valley. 
to where you literally get to choose your playlist of what you want your mindset kind of geared towards in your journey. So that's another thing to look into as well. Well fit and uh, mind balance. Okay, guys, don't kill me, but I'm going to have to cut this episode short. This is too juicy and we need to do this in a part two. So stay tuned for the next episode that airs and you can hear the rest of our conversation. Did you love this episode of Share the Wealth Show? Be sure to connect with Nicole by following her on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook. If you picked up any of the gems that were dropped by today's guest, make sure you not only put them in your bag, but if you know of someone who would benefit from this information, don't keep it to yourself. Share the wealth and make sure to leave us a rating and review. We'll see you for next week's episode. Subscribe so you'll be notified. Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.